This is a Stimulus Network podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Petri Dish, the podcast that puts science under the microscope. I'm Alice Gray, I'm 27, I like long walks on the beach and vegan burgers. I'm Ty Aziz, I'm 25 and I love snuggling up with a book in front of a fire and a cup of tea. Love the pause. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I was inserting lots of things into that pause. Um, Hello, I'm Vicky Blight. I'm 38 years old and um, I enjoy extreme sports, um, hot baths and plenty of chips. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know where you were going to take that then. I felt like you were taking on a new persona. Mm. We're not doing this just because we're mental, but because we're doing an episode about dating and that was harking back to the times where you used to have to do that on video camera going up and putting on a nice outfit and saying like my name's Jared and I like surfing I'm looking <laughs> for a girl you should date me <laughs> this is why you should date me and this is why I'm so successful and um yeah no it's kind of mad to think how dating has changed and the fact that yeah people don't meet in person anymore you know there's that kind of the, the get to know you bit is is done via text and and DMs and sliding into your DMs and (laughs) dick pics and stuff. You know, it's just, it's, it's all very whole new world, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I think it's almost like we've, we want to hold on to our own identity and remain in our bubble until we completely 100% uh, trust the other person to, to almost step out of that and step out of our comfort zone. But, but until we're, we're proved right and and all the boxes are ticked there's this this reservation i I don't know dating's changed massively and i mean um i i am the resident single person amongst us um and (laughs) i've been single three and a half years now and it's changed even within the time that i became single initially um new apps crop up um People have got dating fatigue, so people aren't really using dating apps as much anymore, especially young people. And dating apps are changing how they work, and it's become more of an industry. So that's really interesting, because my exes have always been my friends that I've met, whereas now you can cast your net a little bit wider and see maybe someone who is out there better for me and by doing this I can maybe see more people than going up and individually talking to loads of people in loads of different bars but also you get that dating fatigue of why haven't I found the one yet and I've swiped through 200 different profiles it's um it's a strange world it's quite scary to think that maybe you could have found the one but because we're all so kind of nervous and hiding behind our phones and like the way you present yourself on dating apps nowadays is so weird because it's kind of like social media how you you know everyone's social media is a highlight reel you only see the best bits and the same thing goes with dating profiles like you'll put up your best photo where you look the hottest you've ever been <laughs> in like <laughs> your really tight dress when you were like 10 pounds lighter <laughs> <laughs> And say, I like gym, traveling, and gin and tonics. Yeah. Yes. That's what everyone's dating profile says. It's, it's strange, isn't it? Because, yeah, it's almost like now 
Um, you you have to be on trend. Uh, it's you are a brand. You know, you are your own brand and you're trying to kind of market that brand and make it as attractive as possible. To attract what though? And and that's that's the bit. I mean, I've I've been married for the last eight years and I've been with my partner for 15 years. Um, so the last time I was single, I was 23, <laughs> 23, just working back. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, can you imagine the early noughties compared to 2019? I don't have any experience of Tinder or any of the apps. My friends use <laughs> That's them. the only one you could mention. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. I know, right? So I am the resident married old person who is not at all connected to online dating at all. But having said that, all of my you know single friends have apps on their phone. Whether they just use them as a bit of fun, um, use them for more of the physical side of their relationship rather than that's their way of finding the one. Um, mind you, having said that, I go back to the mid noughties and I've got good friends who met online on a dating website as it was then before apps and smartphones and things, um, who, yeah, it was seen as this quite new, um, shameful hush, hush mm. way, you know, you, you wouldn't necessarily tell people that you met online because people think you're weird because you've been hanging out on the internet trying to pick up you know <laughs> women or men it, it, it's it's very bizarre that we've gone from that that sort of almost shameful um kind oh, of discreet way I'm of, having to resort to this to find someone yeah, kind of like thing. behind closed doors <laughs> and and don't tell anyone until you're ready and even then maybe not you pretend you met at a you know work do or something rather than admit you were on a dating site but now it's like even even people who are in relationships and have been in long-term relationships have the apps on their phone. You might have them hidden. I know of cases where oh, they've... And you're like, surprised. why have you got a dating app? Like, oh, well, you know, it's I'm helping my mate look. But actually, it's almost kind of given people that... Oh, is the grass mm. greener? Shall I keep an eye on that? You know, really I'm yes. not going to lie. The number of people who I know are because I live in Cardiff, which is a relatively small city, especially when you're talking about a specific age group in a city. The number of people who I know have partners and I stumble across them on on dating apps Ooh. is insane. <laughs> like naughty, naughty. I've seen people who I you know know through um, acquaintance who I you know maybe follow on instagram or something and they've gone on holiday on their own for a couple of weeks and suddenly their boyfriend appears on tinder and you're like hmm you know it's a different it's a different um the politics yeah 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 and and the fact is that you know there's that but it's it's kind of an accepted thing now what's the people would say well what's the difference between me posting um bikini pictures on instagram and me posting bikini pictures on any sort of social media slash dating app it's a way of communicating it's a way of chatting and and so can you distinguish between the two if you if someone sends you a dm on because they've seen something they like <laughs> on instagram or or they've seen you post something on twitter um and they've started to check out your profile what's the difference between that and them doing it on a dating site. If you've got a social media footprint, you've got a social media footprint. And And one in three marriages are from dating apps now. So it is more accepted 
sort of way of meeting people it does help you cast your net wider and maybe find someone you know back in the day you would have dated the man down the road who's you know your uncle's best friend's son or something whereas now you can be like I actually want to find someone and and people tend to get more dating satisfaction from it because they feel like they've made a more suited choice for them this is more tailored Mm. isn't it you can be more selective yeah and I think that neatly leads us on to um, my chat with Martin Graff, who's a psychologist from Cardiff, who specialises in the psychology of dating, specifically online dating, and also touched on some of the new technological advancements in this scene. Online dating is probably just old-fashioned sort of dating agencies brought online, but has become fantastically more popular as a result. My name is Martin Graff. Uh, I'm a senior lecturer in psychology at the University of South Wales, and my principal research interests are in online dating, online relationships, and the psychology of social media. Well, basically what we're looking at is the decision-making on sort of dating apps so, and gender differences in that. So we're looking basically at um, decision-making times and who make faster decisions and also the kind of types of decisions people make to um, being presented with different uh, dating stimuli. One way in which online dating affects our behaviour is that we're sort of probably uh, convinced that we get a lot more choice than we might get face-to-face. So it's far more disposable, if you like, in terms of you know, how we can sort of move from one person to the next. And years ago, when we didn't have online dating, people met face-to-face, people met somebody, well, years ago, maybe in their village or their town, and you, know, you had a kind of relatively limited choice. Uh, now through online dating, we've got more choice. Uh, perhaps it makes us sort of want to move on to the next person uh, a little bit quicker than we might have done before. We were mainly looking into um, speed of decisions made uh, and we were looking at responses to sort of lower than attractive, uh, medium attractive or above average attractiveness um, stimuli and seeing how many of in each of those groups people chose. What we found was that females tend to make sort of fairly rational decisions in as much as they chose fewer of the lower attractiveness uh, then they chose some of the medium attractiveness and they chose more of the higher attractiveness. Whereas males, the, the pattern was fairly random. They didn't seem to sort of have any pattern. They chose just as many uh, non-attractive people as they did uh, attractive people. And that kind of goes with what you know, previous research on Tinder has found, is that you know, males are kind of capitalising on their chances, as it were. Uh, just trying to swipe right or say yes to as many as they can. Okay, well, the way in which I see AI is, I, I guess, is providing us with a bit more sort of information about people, uh, giving people a bit more information about ourselves from the way we act on the internet, not just on online dating, but we can get data through uh, the way in which we act on social media or um, the way in which even you know, we conduct our sort of online banking. It gives people an, an impression of us, or, or that data rather can be used to form an impression of us. Maybe it's kind of another gimmick as well, in as much as you know, people kind of complain sometimes that they don't get any success through online dating, and there's an expectation that we might, and it's just another thing which you know, um, can be used to sort of you know, possibly get people together. The AI side of online dating is just a kind of uh, refinement or, or elaboration, if you like, on online dating. So rather than just be presented with static profile pictures and uh, a little sort of biog, 
Um, people are talking about videos and things. People are talking about maybe gene testing and looking at compatibility through that. Match have a system called Lara, which can you know suggest dates to you and tell you what kinds of questions to ask them and who you might be more compatible with. How much that will take off, um, people have speculated as to whether, whether that will be any use at all. Um, because Tinder, one of the attractions is that it's quick and easy. You don't have to really sign up or take too long to sign up Tinder. And you can be sat on your sofa swiping away um, within minutes um, if you had to send off a gene test or if you had to sort of compose a video. Uh, whether that would be appealing to anybody um, is maybe another matter. Well, there are some people perhaps who might not go out, I mean, they might not be sociable, so online dating can offer something to them, um, which they wouldn't have had before. I don't think we should sort of abandon online dating, and certainly the data coming through now suggests that um, you know, more and more people are using it, and the kind of um, sustainability and satisfaction within relationships through online dating tends to be higher um, than those who met face-to-face. Isn't that so interesting that women are way more selective over who they swipe? Whereas I find that hilarious, but also kind of, you know, it doesn't surprise me that men are just like, (laughs) yep, right, yep, I tap her, tap, 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 tap. How many people want to sleep with me? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, I guess that psychology with dating has always been there to some degree. And it's, I guess maybe it's more concentrated because it's on an app or it's on a, it's online. But the way that men and women approach love and relationships and sex has been documented since the beginnings of time. Do you know, it's, you know, it's, we approach uh, emotion, we approach love, we approach lust in different ways because we are psychologically different. So I guess it shouldn't surprise us that the way that men and women use apps. I, I think the thing for me as well, being a gay woman, is the fact that I'd be interested in, in, in that the LGBT plus kind of side of things yeah. and and how the trends are within that, within different groups and, and depending on a sexu- sexuality, like how you use apps. And and again, it's, you know, you, Alice was saying that you live in Cardiff and, and you do kind of bump into the same people within your age range. Well, as a straight woman, you know, you've got a certain number of people. As, as a, a gay woman, if I, I kind of go, right, if I was single right now, at 38, I mean, the pool's even smaller. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you know, that, that's, that's really, it's kind of mind-blowing. And, 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 and it takes a bit to get your head around, actually, that you would be filtering out, but, but, but yeah, the, the choice is less, and but the expectation is higher. And, and mm. how do you negotiate that? I mean, excuse my ignorance, but is there a dating app for lesbian women? Because we know yeah. about Grinder is so often talked about. But mm. is there a yeah, sports tailored that, for? I think. Well, to be honest, I've not looked. I do yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I promise I haven't. Um, I do. I know that there are websites, and I've you know I think there are lesbian specific dating websites um i'm sure there are different things through you know 
different publications as well. Probably Diva magazine has, has stuff with that. And um, I know back back when I when I was at university, it was all about gaydar girls. It was that that was the kind of <laughs> spin off, and and that was an online thing that it was kind of like MySpace, but for for, for gays. Lesbians wanting love. Yeah, exactly. You'd post your picture and and all that kind of stuff. I never used it. I'll be honest, I didn't use it, but um, but yeah, it, it's 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 out there, and I think it. Mind you, nowadays gay gay bars and and lesbian bars particularly are kind of closing left, right, and center because some people argue that there's no need for a safe space for LGBT oh. communities now because you know number of people who identify as lesbian, gay, bisexual, it, they don't feel the need to go to a specific place. You know, it's that kind of, well, yes, I'm gay, but I'm more than happy mm. to sit in the same pub as straight people, you know? I don't <laughs> have to just socialize with gay people. So, so you know, there's that's a whole other debate about, about you know, the way that different um, groups of people and, and, and um, but where how people s- identify and where they want to meet. You know? But where are white straight women meant to crash when they don't want to um, when they want to dress up nice and hang out with loads of gay people? <laughs> when you don't want to be touched on the dance floor, you're like, I'm going to go to a gay club because yeah. no one's interested in me there. <laughs> oh. Well, you know, I think nowadays, yeah, you'll find as many straight people in a gay club as you will gay people. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah, but, which is cool. <laughs> So we decided that we're going to try and make Alice a dating profile based on all of the amazing advice from our interviewees. (laughs) 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 We're going to try and make you the ultimate dating profile. You're going to be inundated with messages at the end of today. They're going to be sliding into your DMs right (laughs) in the centre. This is interesting because I was doing some reading about this sort of like what the best uh how you can make you know this wasn't gonna this wasn't a pathetic attempt to make my dating pipe <laughs> feel better but i was made, reading some reasoning about what the psychology of a dating app would be and one of the best ways of doing it is having good representation of yourself so that's interesting what you think will be a good representation of me and also they also said that women seem more attractive if they're smiling and their head's slightly tilted so that's an interesting tidbit oh of information goodness. for it's like you a puppy that's thing like, <laughs> Oh, just look at you with my big eyes and smile. It's weird, isn't it? How how those um, we're going back to the psychology of it and, and body language. And I guess it's if you're not actually sitting across the table from someone and you're not reading their body language and you're trying to do it virtually through your smartphone, through pictures, through description, through the words that you use. Yeah, I guess that's ever more important because you're trying to maybe if you're flirty, if you if you're quite outgoing, you want a photo that displays that that can be easily read if someone looks at it or if you're a bit more shy and and you want to kind of take things slower and and be a bit more demure about the whole thing, then then you're going to pick a different picture and yeah, it's it's I think this will be cool. And so then we have to find a picture of Alice that has her head tilted <laughs> smiling. <laughs> And also I'm interested to see how your success rate because honestly my friends genuinely despair at how I talk to people on dating apps <laughs> because I'm so bad at flirting. So I'm gonna hand my phone over to you. <gasps> she actually and is uh, have you I'm guys sexual. ever set up a, a, a profile before? No, I haven't no. actually. No. I'm the exciting. old married one, remember? <laughs> <laughs> um my sexual orientation is I'm a straight woman. up to three. Ooh, that's new. So I, you uh, can be straight, gay, lesbian, bisexual, asexual, demisexual show my orientation on my profile i am a straight woman okay you're, you're and not are curious you happy to or show anything? Yeah, that, 
I'm happy to show that I'm a straight woman. Okay. I just said it on a podcast. Great. Like, okay, show me <laughs> women, men, everyone. Can so I see men? doesn't believe that you're straight. No, yeah. Like, can we tempt it you? Wants to, yeah, it wants to tempt you a little bit. It's trying. You, you fancy it though. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure? Um, so men. Men, yes. please. Okay. Continue. Oh, add photos. Oh, skip. So now we're at the part where we get to pick photos. And I guess for Alice's profile picture, is there, there's something about, you know what? I've been on Tinder once and I hate when you see a group photo and you don't know which one yeah, the no person groups. is. So no groups. Let's pick one. Yeah, like. you, you want, you want to be the star, you want to be the star in your own film. Yeah. So let's, um, so what am I doing? Am I pressing? <laughs> like, I literally don't know what <laughs> so, I'm doing. Yeah, I think press you press the plus. The plus. Okay, the okay. plus. If you go to my, <gasps> yeah, so I've uploaded loads of stuff to my Face camera mask? roll. <laughs> I've, you know, I've put ugly ones on there. I've put attractive ones on there. I've put me doing sport on there, so oh, you can yes, kind of. Yeah, I thought you it know. needs to be one where we can see her face clearly. I think. Mm, yeah. Don't lead with Not like the one where she's gurning with the hood up. <laughs> <laughs> what is Horizontal that? Horizontal rain. What is that picture? <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, look, there's the group shot where we wouldn't necessarily yep. know Alice is Alice, even though she's at the front. Yep. Avoid. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, you're asking a gay woman to pick hot. <laughs> I'm so not saying hot. I think you're the best person to do okay. this. What would make you swipe right? Oh, well, I'm clearly very shallow. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Um, Have we made any executive choices yet? I think I think this one, because boobs. <laughs> what? Okay, you said it, not what? me. Yes. <laughs> boobs. Oh, I didn't even know. Yeah, we've so got cleavage. We a photo where she's got a lovely red lipstick on. You can see her face really clearly. A slightly and arched, inquisitive eyebrow going on. Yeah, well. it's oh, quite strong vampy. eyebrow game. Yeah, <laughs> this is interesting because that used to be my main photo, like not, not too there long you ago. Go. Okay, so you we're think it's well. hot as well? Yeah, so we're, we're well. all in agreement. Hot, done. Right, should we add one more photo? Yeah, yeah do a couple. Uh, let's show that. Oh, let's show you licking ice cream. <laughs> that might that's be a funny ice. That's a funny ice cream uh, picture. Not like don't paint I, like I, pornographic I, pictures. In people. I know, but still, I just think if you put a picture of you licking an ice cream on Tinder, everyone's gonna. That, everyone's true. gonna read into that. <laughs> everyone's gonna read into that. So we've gone with quite a kind of filtered, lots of not lots of makeup, but I think quite made ma up. Quite made up. Maybe we should do something a bit more natural. Yeah, and something that shows something that she enjoys. Yeah. A bit of personality. There's some nice ones on the beach here, which kind of shows that you, you know, you like to kind of get out and get outside. Get outside. Um I mean there we go, that's cute. That's cute. Yeah, so right. now we've got a really cute picture of Alice on the beach. Okay. okay. So done. Should we move to the next? Yeah. I mean, if we had loads of time, we'd obviously put loads of mm. yeah. including the ice cream one. Isn't it interesting though that, you know, the first thing we are thinking about is attractiveness. Yeah. Right? And and in terms of you know, again, I've not used one, so I don't know, like, do the most attractive people kind of filter up to the top or the swipes you get do you become more popular and then do yeah. you get seen more is that how it works is that how the algorithms work i think tinder has some kind of rating system so if you get swiped right more you kind of get bumped up in tinder's database of people in that area and what it'll do is show you the most attractive people first to kind of make you think oh my god there's so many good looking people around me and it'll show you all those first and then you get everybody else after 
didn't you speak to someone who can tell us a bit more about this? Yeah, so um, before you start swiping on my behalf, we will have a chat <laughs> with Jordan <laughs> Harrod, who tells us a little bit about the AI and the actual technology that is going on behind your swiping fingers. No, that's r- disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Jordan Harrod. I'm a PhD student in medical engineering and medical physics through the Harvard MIT Health Science and Technology Program. My research is focused on brain machine interfaces and machine learning for clinical anesthesia. And on the side, I have a YouTube channel called Everyday AI, which focuses on how we interact with artificial intelligence in our daily lives. The types of AI that we usually find in dating apps are traditionally things like deep neural networks. So Most AI that you interact with on social media platforms is similar, and they're just these really, really massive models that take in a lot of information from you, um, both the information that you give it in terms of, you know, your interests, your age, your gender, um, but also how you interact with, with the app. So, you know, who you click on, who, what you engage with, things like that. Um, And so dating apps rely on these models because they're just efficient ways of kind of understanding your information and understanding your actions so that they can ideally recommend people that you might want to match with or otherwise find a way to keep you on the platform for longer, which are not necessarily the same goal. Dating app could find good matches for people, but I think that there's a twofold problem when it comes to dating apps. One problem is that the point from a from a corporate perspective, you know, they want to keep you on the app longer because usually these apps bring in money because of advertising. And so the goal of keeping you on the platform longer while also finding you a stable relationship doesn't really mesh because if they want to find you the love of your life, the end goal should be that you leave the platform relatively soon. Um, But if they want you to see more ads and buy more products, that they make more money, then they actually don't want you to find that ideal match because that means that you'd leave and they wouldn't make any more money off of you. The other problem that that I think you run into um, on dating apps is that people don't portray themselves accurately. So people portray themselves in a way that they want others that they think that they would be attracted to to see them. And so that might result in a data set that does not reflect you accurately and therefore does not match you with other people accurately because you have this idea in your mind of who you want to be with and you have an idea of what that person, what kind of person that type of person would want to be with. And that's not necessarily true both in terms of what kind of person you are and also in terms of like what that person's ideal type of person is. So I think that, you know, they can match people well, but I think that a lot of that just comes from like a lot of swiping, a lot of meeting people. Um, When you talk to people who are on dating apps, they're often, you know, on them for a while before they really meet someone and they go on a lot of dates. And, you know, at that point, it's kind of a, a law of large numbers thing. If you meet enough people you will likely find someone that you click with whether or not the algorithm was actually doing a good job in the first place. Tinder's interesting and this is coming from um, people who have talked 
to software engineers at Tinder. Um, so they have like a proprietary algorithm and they don't share it. So we don't actually know how the algorithm works. But the goal of Tinder isn't necessarily the same as the goal of like traditional dating apps where, you know, you want to find that one long-term partner. Um, instead, Tinder really aims to let you find hookups. Um, people that you're only going to see for a short time, then you're going to get back on the app. And so in that sense, it's actually almost a less complicated algorithm because they don't need to show you who they think you'll be romantically interested in or who they think would be like a great match for you in a relationship. They just need to show you like people that you probably think are attractive. Tinder tends to kind of show you the most attractive people first when you open it. Um, it follows that up with people who have already swiped right on you. So you get that kind of satisfaction of having a bunch of people match with you. Um, and then it kind of, not necessarily randomly, but like just gives you who's nearby. And it kind of cycles that so that you open the app and you get that initial rush of excitement because there's all these really attractive people and there's these people who swiped right on you. And then you kind of keep swiping for like another like five or 10 minutes and there's just no one particularly interesting. Um, then you get off the platform, but you get back on for that initial round of, of really attractive people. And so because of that, Tinder has ads every like five or 10 profile and they can just keep you looking at those ads longer because their goal is to keep you on the platform so much longer. They can actually use a little bit less of the, the AI side to keep you on and more just kind of use like psychological tricks. Dating apps do badly because we don't portray ourselves in the most accurate light, but also because um, the algorithm may not be that great. Depending on how the app works, it also might be pulling data from social media, so things like Facebook. So like Tinder requires a Facebook profile for you to be able to log in. Um, and that's additional information that might cause it to actually do a little bit better because it just has a more well-rounded sense of you. Um, but yeah, I think it's a combination of like people not portraying themselves well and also the algorithm just not being that great. These apps could theoretically be improved if we presented more honest profiles of ourselves. Certainly one route. Outside of that, it's kind of hard to say. Uh, a lot of these profiles are, or a lot of these apps are already pulling information from your social media because a lot of them have you log in through social media. And so there isn't necessarily any extra data that they could be using that would create a better output for you because um, they're already just pulling so much data on you. And from, from an algorithmic perspective, in terms of like, can you develop a model that does this better? I'm not really sure you can. I kind of feel like we've reached the, the pinnacle of dating app algorithms because at the end of the day, it's a matching system. Um, and matching systems have been tried and true for, for a while now. So I think creating more honest profiles would probably be my first step in general when it comes to AI. Um, getting better data sets, data sets that better represent um, what you're trying to study is, is usually the first approach as opposed to developing a more complicated algorithm. Um, but it's entirely possible that you could also develop a more complicated algorithm that would be able to do this.
So that was so interesting. Um, and I think it's best that you just start swiping and see if you come across some of the things that... He looks nice. He's cute. Oh, I don't know are, which one he is, though. We don't know. There's two... Right, there's two guys clearly at oh, a wedding. Oh, group photo. Um, they look like they're dressed for the wedding. I'm I guessing it's, it's the one on the right. I'm guessing it's the one that's kind of more forward. Men always do this thing where they put a group photo with their most attractive friend, and you, as you, I bet, as if, if you go through, it'll be the lesser attractive one. That's oh no, oh, okay, he is the he's the more attractive Ooh, one. He's been truthful. Oh, he's cute. I think we should swipe. What does his bio say? So. He's a well. I don't want to give too much information away, but um, he lives in Bournemouth. How do you feel about Bournemouth? <laughs> <laughs> um, and and he looks like he's he works for well he's a cell leader whatever cell leaders are is that for a technology company I reckon so because he's got some really hipster glasses oh he's got like a little um, boomerang oh, thing going video. on oh my look at that cheeky smile right what do I do are you going <laughs> to swipe right for him or swipe left for I think him we're swiping right I think we're we? swiping right yeah. Uh, I'm waiting to see excitement of Ross. Vicky's <laughs> <laughs> oh. face immediately dropped well, into this kind of grimace. Really it's not. It's a really shiny photo. This is a great example of a not very flattering photo. I think we're gonna swipe left. I think, yeah. No. Sorry, Ross. Ooh, rugby player loves the outdoors. He's an engineer. I think we need to see another photo though because yeah, he's sort I of think done a so. selfie. He's but the thing that's putting me off is the fact he's done a selfie and he's got his hand and the phone in the, in mirror, the mirror in the picture. <laughs> and I just think he could have tried a bit harder on that one. So maybe no. Nope. Okay. Nope. nope. Ooh, sports Ooh. science master. We've Living got a guy holding puppies and he's got tattoos. This is like oh, yes. This is a yes. Definitely a yes. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I'm so intrigued by the sort of people you think I'd want to date, or if it's just. Oh, no, oh my god, we're not thinking about even thinking about Alice, which is okay, okay. awful. Okay, we've got sucked in <laughs> to the fact that we're like, oh, I like him. <laughs> I like his trousers. And Alice likes puppies, though, so that's okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's a good save there. And yeah. we've got a guy that's got his mouth wrapped around some. What? Breaded <laughs> pro- <laughs> um, wrapped around what? A, 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 a breaded like prawn? Sure. That's Pos- the weirdest like euphemism I've ever heard. Posh fish finger? I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I don't know how I feel, I feel about like food in like it. Him. I don't think the food Sorry. thing. No. Sorry, mate. Ooh, all the teeth. Lots all of the teeth. teeth. I mean, they look like nice teeth. How do, how do you feel about facial hair? I've got to ask these things. Um, so if you're going to ask about my type, I would say my type is tall man, big face. He's got a big, big face. face. <laughs> he's like, oh, he's got a big face. But I'm somehow thinking that Leighton, thirty-three, might. Yeah, he looks very serious, and and looks like his friend took the picture and kind of kind of looks like a bit like a mugshot rather than a, <laughs> God, a God, dating profile. Imagine having your mugshot as oh, your date no. profile. Sorry, oh, mate. A picture with a kangaroo. Alice, do you oh, like kangaroos? Like. You know, on Tinder, all you get is the people that travel. I spend a lot of time oh, traveling. He's an Insta dude as well. He's got his Insta on there, so he's clearly. I feel like a he's a bit too shallow for Alice. Think. Oh, thank oh. you. Alice no. likes someone with deep conversations. Alice likes weightlifting. See, now I'm getting my head in the yeah, Alice yeah. zone. And he's definitely a gym guy. He's lifting weights in this photo, so I think yes. Okay. Ooh. I'm so waiting for the excitement when you get a match and I don't know whether you will, but I can feel the tension in the room. Big face, big traps. Yes. yes. 
Ben. <laughs> not oh. a big face. Mm. Very short trousers. <laughs> shoes. Shorts. And his shoes. shirt is button like unbuttoned a bit too low. Oh mm. Okay, that's a really no, good reaction. I think though. No. Oh Dean. Um mm. Um, you know, you see some pictures and they're just a kind of a bit average. Oh, like that. Got, oh, it's, pictures of oh, nightclubs. He's got a boa around his neck. No. No, sorry, mate. <laughs> now, what's interesting about what Jordan said is obviously Tinder is pushing the people for hookups rather than the actual dating. Is that mm. the kind of impression you're getting for this? That they're trying to make yeah, it definitely. like maybe you're not going to have a, you're going to connect with them, but maybe in a. Yeah, like via so. your connectors. Yeah, but can I just, I, I just need to stop on this one. Um, <laughs> oh my God. There's a guy that's posted himself. He's very outdoorsy. He's got a very rugged beard. He's got his hood up. So, you know, could be in West Wales. I don't know. Um, but he, look, he's got like an eye patch. He looks like he's done something to his eyes. He's got, he's got like a some kind on. of bandage over you, his right eye. What, Why I mean, is that your Tinder picture? Unless that's a permanent thing and he wants to kind of just get it out there that maybe he's got something wrong with yeah, his maybe. eye. And I don't know. Should we have a look at another photo? Oh, no. No, both uh, eyes No, it's not there. a permanent thing. No, no, his Never eyes mind. are fine. He's lost And now that. I've seen his eyes. And no, They're a little bit creepy. It's a little bit of a creepy face. <laughs> Did oh. someone confiscate one of them because they were like creepy eyes? I, I just think, yeah, there's a definite kind of, there are the popular ones that have definitely yeah. come have, through first, but we have received no matches. No matches yet. Sorry, Alice. Have you come across a ad yet whilst on no. Tinder? Because that's interesting. I mean, only we've been swiping for a couple of minutes. My profile's not that, you know, you didn't write anything about me. Um, but one of the things obviously Jordan talked about was the fact that Tinder is trying to get you to do hookups because it, the reason it doesn't want you to find someone is because it wants you to bring you back to the app so you can come back again and it can sell oh. you more things for ads. So it's just, it's interesting that you hadn't come across anyone and it's clearly not built enough information up about me to push. But it's interesting that you had very attractive people yeah, coming definitely. up. Yeah, first, yeah. Because I can tell you, I have completed Tinder in Cardiff and Bristol many times. <laughs> if you enjoyed any of the experts in this episode, you can listen more in our bonus episodes that we released in the next couple of weeks.